am Ron Jess for Jess for 30, and uh, today uh, we're in Brighton in the studio and have a great guest here, a really good guy everybody loves, uh, former Red Wing, uh, Darren McCarty. Honored to be here, Ron. Thank Thanks you. for having me. I appreciate you coming up here and taking the time. Love, hey, I love what you're doing. Just, you know, a lot of along the lines of the things we were talking about before. It's uh, following a passion, you know, having conversations and what I love is the fact is you bring some uh, what Michigan is really about, you know, people in Michigan. So I'm honored to be a part of it. You know, I self-proclaimed uh, Detroit, Michigan's favorite stepson. So I'm not letting anybody take that away. No, I mean, you're awesome. We, and I, I, right off the first thing I had was uh, thanks for working with the Wounded Warriors. Yeah, no, I think that, you know, a lot of it is and anybody who doesn't know is that um, Operation Valhalla, which... Uh, my right-hand man, Nick Antonucci, is a former Army guy. So the fact that the military is so important and, you know, being an athlete and having the freedoms because of what these guys sacrificed to be able to entertain and stuff like that. And a lot of us who haven't served, it doesn't matter if you're an athlete or not, mm -hmm. right, that you want to always give back. So whether it's wounded warriors, whether it's, you know, downtown with the veterans to whatever it is, I'm always right there. The first thing is that if I can help... I want to, which, you know, is something that leads to great things, right? Yeah. It leads to great things. So we're going to do, you know, the, um, the Veterans Connected. I'm going to do my slapstick comedy right in Brighton here on Saturday and stuff like that. So, Rod, I don't know if you know this, but I always tell everybody that I'm a battery and the people are my power. So you're only going to, you're only doing me a favor that night and also give back to veterans. And it's a, it's a great way I try to take, you know, everybody's, Life is so it, tough and decisions to be made, but if you see me doing something with veterans and you want to help out and be along, then just, you know, there's going to be something fun attached to it. Well, we'll be there with my wife, Michelle. I love it. Been married 44 years, I mentioned, and we'll be with Peter Janopoulos and Melissa. And I absolutely love them. Yeah. And they, like there you bring up people that have been an integral part of, you know, life here. Not, you know, it has nothing to do with sports, but, you know, Janopoulos and whether it's Peter, his brother John or Junior and stuff like this. So it's always, uh, you know, that's what the family's all about. And to be able to come together and to be able to, you know, support the veterans, it's a win-win for everybody. It sure is. We had Jeff Jadwick lying here yesterday. We talked about him. And, and, and a guy named Tim Finnerty, and uh, he's a legend in Brighton. Absolutely. Uh, Tim's son, uh, Cullen, was a Denver Bronco and a Baltimore Raven quarterback. He won three championships at uh, Grand Valley, and uh, he passed away a few years back. And he had it was a tough way to go, but uh, you know he was him and Henson, Drew Henson, yep. and uh, really uh, real legends. Uh, we had uh, we've had a few Brighton guys here, uh, Minox from Timeout Bar and Grill, and. Clint Copenhaver, the 97 Michigan national champions. Well, we I think him. they're just bringing that, right? You, yeah. Which steps in is the community. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, that's that's the one thing. It's always, it doesn't matter where you come from, but it takes a community to raise whatever athlete. And I think Brighton is known for a lot of different athletes, a lot of different sports, not just like, and I'll use an example, like if you're from Livonia or Westland, you're probably a hockey player, right? Mm -hmm. But if you're from Brighton, you could be one of many things, and I think it's a, and it's a testament to the community because, that, like you said, is to remember a lot of those guys, you know. And I remember, you know, Drew Henson and stuff when I was playing, and you know how touted he was the baseball and the football and stuff like this. 
athletes. And mm-hmm. I think that's something that this Brighton area is proud of. Well, we were at the Fox Theater last week with my three kids and their spouses, my wife, and uh, we saw Tim Allen and uh, another Michigan. I, we, last last three times, Tim Allen, <coughs> Smokey Robinson, and, and uh, Joe Rogan. Oh wow! Those are good. Pretty good hat trick. That sounds. <laughs> that, that's almost like that question is, "Hey, who do you want to be in your golf foursome?" I mean, that's not a bad golf foursome either. Yeah, Tim Allen was funny as was hell. Was he? He was happy because he could say shit here that he couldn't say in California where he lives. I I assume that that's uh, something. I remember I'm Canadian, so uh, you know what? I'm just happy to be here. So I can play them. That's that seems like a left or right issue, right? Yeah, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, That's good because he was coming home, so he should be able to speak freely at home. Yeah, yeah. He's not afraid, and he's he's a tough guy, and uh, he's just funny. And it was great with the three kids because uh, I asked them if they want to go to the Fox, and they said, "Yeah, let's let's go, Dad." Well, I mean, how cool! Like, how yeah. cool is it now, right? Like, and and when you're talking about that, so I have six kids, two mm-hmm. stepkids, four, but they're between twenty and thirty. But now, you know, as their lives are coming on, I just became a grandfather. My 25-year-old Emerson had, had Ryder Jeffrey, so first grandson and stuff. So their lives are, you know, they get ready to all get married and do different things like that. But, you know, isn't that the cool the cool part to be able to call by and you're going to hang, you know, sort of hang out with them now and part of their lives and stuff and to be able to enjoy it. And also, like, a Tim Allen, when you're talking about that, means something to our generation um, you know, as more of the comedian. And they might know him from, like, you know, home improvement and stuff like this or whatever else, but the fact it's a staple. And then, you know, Smokey Robinson, different things like that. I mean, those are just legends. And to me, it's a culture's a huge thing. You know, where did, where did you come from? What are you representing? You know, who came before you carrying on and stuff, so. It is, and it's. I think it's just great people doing great things, and uh, you know, it's 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 where you came from, and and maintaining, and, and and doing better all the time. This was a dream for me. The first one I did was at Brighton High School with a he owned Time Out Bar and Grill. His name was Jeff Minock. Yeah, he coached varsity football at Owl and Brighton, and. Um, Jeff's one of my best friends. He's just like just like we are. Right. He's got a foundation. It's called the, the Minnick uh, Coaches Foundation and how, and they raise all kinds of money and give it out out here. So, and that's what it's all about. It goes back to the, with the conversation. It's about the community. And, and, the, and these are the, see, to me, these are the people that people need to know about. So with what you're doing is like finding your lane. But, you know, I, I, I'd be interested on who's, you know, having success or who's influencing this next generation, you know, in, in your area. So, I mean, I, th- I think it's, it's a no-brainer. And then the more, more you do, the more comfortable that you become doing it, mm-hmm. um, then it only opens up everything to everybody else well yeah it's 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 just where where what you're about and you can't i don't think especially sitting here you can't fake it no it's, it's, that's it's, it's it. it when it comes to me there's only i only got one one speed i told you before i knew who dmac was when i was six it took me to 46 to realize who darren was but uh the one thing is i preach anybody who knows me is don't lie to the person in the mirror self-awareness is mm-hmm. on point and that's the one thing is I will always be true to myself and um and genuine is something you know I bring I bring this up because remember back in the 90s 
um, with our Red Wings teams and the way that, you know, the city was and we were all together and, and it, it was genuine, the love. And it, to this day, 27, you know, 27 years later, I carry the same love of the people. Well, that's the genuineness that Dan Campbell and Brad Holmes and the Detroit Lions can't fake for a whole, you know, football lines, which every even more people are and everybody is, but it's because of the genuineness. And that's that's why it's real. Yeah, right. I think and you, say, you and I can sit in a room and, and just say, you know, I, I I know somebody's full of shit from day one, you yeah, know. So, um, and that's that's taken time, but that's also too because you know I'll be fifty two this year, so yeah. I would hope so. <laughs> if you don't got it now, you never will. Well, it's all it's almost like this, and you tell me, um, it's not that I know what I want; it's I absolutely know what I don't want. Well, you look people in the eye when you talk to them. I'm in sales for 40-some years, and, and I can walk in. I say, we can read people in two minutes. Absolutely. It doesn't take an hour and a half. You know, you, you decide whether you're going to be with them for two minutes or... And, and usually you tell me this is not wrong because it, and the, the, if I'm square on point with myself, then I don't even have to pay attention, and my my body will let me know my radar will let me know if something's not right or whatever that one of the things and if anybody knows my story so i have the 11 11 tattooed here on my forearm because it's my sobriety date 11 11 15. Mm. um so just over um eight years anybody who knows um my journey but the fact is is that like it's never too late right like to to make some sort of change and realize that i knew that that's not who I wanted to be, right? That's mm-hmm. that's and it's and it's okay. The biggest part about being genuine is like I, I fucked up. I'm wrong. You're right. And it's so the minute the minute like you don't have to be the coolest kid in camp all the time. But what you have to do is be accountable, right? And be accountable, and then you can do like when they manifest and do like I'm one of those people that you can't tell <laughs> that you can't do what you want. It's about priority because I manifested. From my place, um, and anybody who doesn't know, Leamington, Ontario is where I grew up, mm-hmm. which is, give or take 10 minutes from the border, my house is 40 minutes to Joe Louis Arena. Oh, okay, Probert was over in he, Windsor. He, his Windsor, house was really? half, half the distance, but I knew Proby since I was 14. Yeah. You know, and, and stuff like that. We're all from, we're from Essex County, so mm-hmm. I always say it's the water over there, Essex County Fight Club. But it's, it's the fact that we grew up so... Detroit, Americanized, you know, with with on a culture TV. We've, I've been over, you know, I was at Olympia when I was in 77, five years old. In 84, I was Tiger Stadium when they won the World Series. That so, was fun, I mean, they it? were the dead wings before this last endeavor when I was growing up. So it was sort of easy, but it's about culture. And I think that the Michigan, Detroit, like the best beauty about living here is it doesn't matter where you come from. You don't have to be born here, but if you have the mentality that that go to work and and treat the you know fellow with respect and stuff like this then you'll be loved as much as anybody that was born here that's and that's the difference between traveling state to state to state right is that like transplants are as much a part of the fabric in this state and accepted as you know any anywhere in that from my experience in this country and that's a beautiful thing it really is i mean i tell yeah. this Gordy house stories that my first year we're we're skating uh, it's 93, and we're skating out in Troy, and he's doing a appearance something or commercial something after practice, I don't know. But he steps out on the ice, and he's got one of his Northland wood sticks. Okay, now, 
how do I how do I relate this? A stick that Gordy Howe used to a stick that would be used today is probably no order of a lie. That stick's probably five pounds, and this stick's probably a pound. Okay. Right? There's no curve on it. Right? It's just like a like a log. <laughs> like you would right? He's <coughs> shooting pucks from the blue line, curving them like a draw with a driver and a fade. Like wow. a driver. Wow. He can make the puck go like this and the puck go like that and up and down it was the most unbelievable thing and he did it with a straight wood stick wow crazy so fast forward today you got uh, Stevie Wise really he's working his magic uh, with the Red Wings they're you know I woke January they had their best month in 14 years Hi, one one. If you I do Woodward Sports Big D Energy Tuesday to Wednesday Thursday eleven to one every every week. And if you hear me when it comes to the Red Wings, hashtag Wiser Plan nineteen nineteen. Mm-hmm. Who else do you want in charge? He knows what's best. He's gonna give us everything we want, not when we want it. When he thinks we're ready for it. I mean, there's no word of a lie. You look at the changes that he's made in the development. Now he's going out and, and making trades for an Alex Dabrink and signing like a Patrick Kane. And they can score. Now it's about keeping the puck out of the net and, and finding that goalie. I don't think that goalie is still here yet. Alex Lyon, hats off to him for coming in and st- stabilizing and, and being that number one. To Like you said, the uh, stats don't lie but they got to continue it. So they've set themselves up for success, making the playoffs. I think that would be a huge success, but I thought that they should get there this year. Um, anyways, East is tough. Um, I, I always tell everybody is, is look at the difference between you and the team behind you. Mm. I know you're always supposed to be looking ahead, but in this case, you that, and that's why it's imperative in these three-point games where you get two points for a win and one point if you go to overtime or lose in overtime and stuff like this, it changes. Remember back in our day, it would be, okay, I get ahead and they got to play each other. Somebody's going to lose, somebody's going to win. But only, you know what I mean? And it evens out. Well, now it they sort of can tick you up. You need somebody to lose in regulation mm-hmm. in order to make a difference. So the only way that you can control that is to control your own destiny. So they're ahead of the pace that they need for the playoffs, and they got to continue to do that. And I think they will as they get healthier. Um, the thing that I love is the fact that Billy Husso is getting healthy, and the knock against him is he can't play a full season. Well, he hasn't played much the first half, so he's going to be, you know, he's going to be ready for the second half if he's needed. So yeah. to me, that's positive. So I like what they've done. I trust Stevie. With Stevie's always right, bro. Well, you played with Stevie's him. always right, and that, like and just what he like, did in Florida, right? Right. Well, that's that's where that's where you the Florida is where he went to get his masters, and you can judge him on what he is as a GM, right? Being mm-hmm. a player has nothing to do with you being a coach or, or a GM. But Steve Eiserman has proved, and the one thing is, if you look deeper, why is it taking him that extra couple of years? Because the books were so messed up, and in a salary cap era, you got to get the books right. First, he finally did that. Now he's able to go out. And I believe, too, he's also started to make this a destination place like he used to be in the 90s where guys want to play here. Well, so the Lions just went through the same thing. We had the Michigan football. Did you get... You, oh, absolutely. You, that, that was, was awesome. Fun, because they, it? you know, shut everybody... The, yeah. They went through the gauntlet and did everything that they needed to do. And for... and. and 
they were questioned until you couldn't question them anymore. Mm -hmm. And I have yeah. no problem, you know, like all those things about the facts is you only had half a title. Mm -hmm. since but now, you know what? You put that to bed. You went through Alabama, which is you went through the gauntlet. The, the best thing for you was to play Alabama instead of Florida State because the questions still would have been SEC. lingering around. Just No, just lingering around about mm -hmm. you didn't do it, Connor Stallions, this and that. You cheat. No, there's no question on whatever else. Now you look at it, Harbaugh right up in the sunset, go back and try to do his, but I think you're in great hands with Strawmore. Moore. I think he's well-respected inside that locker room, and what do we see with – with our Dan Campbell guy, you know, more of like a player's coach. I see Sharon more more of a Dan Campbell than I do a Jim Harbaugh. Mm -hmm. But I think he's I think he's earned that opportunity. I think that, um, you know, I mean, really, if you're a Michigan fan, I'm the only thing that yeah. you right. You're, the only thing you're sour is that if you Jim just if you knew you were going to leave, leave earlier so we could have maybe got in on the transfers, you yeah. know, or or whatever everybody's complaining about. But other than that, I think it's 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 good. I hope I hope Jim Harbaugh is the answer for Justin Herbert. You know, well, yeah, I, you know, everybody's gonna bitch anyway, and you know, we we would. But you got a title, bro. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. We we, Darren, we, my brother and I, and my wife, we, we we drove out to Happy Valley to Penn State, and we get there, we spent some night with some great people. They just treated us awesome. I love it. So we're we're there with these. Pennsylvania, they're no different than Ohio or Michigan. You know, we're all blue collar Midwest. <coughs> so we get there and uh, we go out to the game in the morning, and all of a sudden, you know, the word is Harbaugh can't coach because this Harvard commissioner of the Big Ten is all of a sudden going to make a name for himself. Cut out Harbaugh, he can't coach today. To me, that changed the whole season. The players said, Excuse me? Really? Well, you need to fight. Really? Like, like, they fought. I always say, and look into any team, right? When the person next to you is more important than you are to yourself, you have a chance to win. And that, you're telling me, that's the gravitas moment where they pulled together, whether it was because of the coach, whether it was disrespect, whether it was Michigan versus everybody, whatever it is. It doesn't matter what that narrative is it's as long as everybody in that team believes it. And they did. Yeah. And what they do, they went out and they proved it. Yeah. And they showed it, Right. And, and I I was hoping that what happened happened as far as Donovan Edwards. You knew he had to have a breakout game at some point in the season, yeah, right? Yeah. He saved it for the best time. My son brought us tickets a year before, so they're playing in Columbus. He said, Dad, where are we going to watch the game? I said, well, Jeremy, we're going to be in the garage at the big screen with the fridge and like we do every year with the heater, and we're just you and me. He says, not this year. He says, I've got tickets in Columbus. I said, oh, let's go there. And they kicked their ass. And Donovan Edwards yeah. had, and he ran right at us. The second time he ran at, at us, we were hugging, and it, it felt like my dad. I love we'd it. go to the Michigan games. Yeah. We're giving, hey, Jeremy, hey, Dad, you know, and he's really competitive, and he was. We were, we, we were up in the... It was great. But that's the best part. Whether you're a Michigan fan and got to share through through the trials and tribulations of whatever through the life, the same as what the Lions fans. How many stories did yeah. we hear of people that have passed and wasn't a part of it? I think that, you know, every year when we think about, like, championships and stuff like that, it's about the people, you know, who have passed on that enjoyed it and some of the memories in that. So you can't change that. You know, you're talking about you, you, things you share with your dad and now share with your son. That's priceless shit. Yeah, you can't. Can't be. You can't, that, you can't, there's no, 
There's no currency on, in the world that can replace that. No. And that's the authentic genuineness, and I think that that's what sports can bring to everybody. Have you ever had uh, pizza over at Mama Mia's at Grand River Beach? My buddy owns it, Mike and his dad. I don't believe I have. It's really good. It's really, you know. I'm, all, I'm always down to try Grand River try and Beach. Pizza. It's 30 minutes. If you get, we go right out on the street here and you head Grand River, you can take it right down 30 minutes. My, my buddy's help. He's, I get a couple of sponsors. And yeah. I just wanted to mention <clears throat> him and. Uh, Absolutely. They're, they're really nice people in the dad and they have, uh, they'll do, they, their food's phenomenal. Mama Mia's, check it out, guys. You heard it here. Check yeah. out Mama Mia's. Go get that za. One last one is Tim Kaczynski. Uh, you know, oh. We, we did one for him and I did one of these at his home in Nova. His, his neighbor, a couple down doors down, would come down and get uh, food like and, and lemonade in the summertime. It was uh, Lindstrom's family. Oh, really? Yeah. And he, and, <laughs> so they Nova? Yeah. And Tim Kaczynski, he's done 10 of my implants I mentioned earlier. I love it. So, and he's a really nice guy. And it's, we, you know, all these guys talk about painless dentistry. This dude is painless. He's done 4,200 implants. He's, talk, he's taught 60,000 dentists around the country. He's gone 45 weekends of a year. And he's the Red Wings and Detroit Catholic Central's dentist for the priests. The priests come in. And <laughs> well, they got to look good for service. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that's great. Shout so, out to Doc Kaczynski. Yeah, you, you know, he's a good man. And uh, your kids and their success. Yeah, no, so um, so like I said, my two stepkids, uh, Nichelle and uh, Brendan, live here in Michigan. We mentioned uh, they're up in Clare, mm -hmm. the area where their mother's from. Um, but Cop, my, Cops and Donuts. Uh, cops and Donuts. <laughs> stop in. Uh, absolutely. Apple fritter. The size of my head, the cherry apple fritter. Really? You ever had that? Oh, no. To die for. And the beechwood, I think it's called, which is as much to give you, it don't, they'll give you diabetes. Like that, that, sure. that little hamburger joint right next to it. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you ate there. Oh, absolutely. You, I don't even know if they're open anymore. We don't really go to Claire, but. Uh, no, we usually end up at Ruckles or Bob's or something like that. We mentioned, I met, well, you mentioned you've been to the Doherty. I met yeah. my wife back in 2010 at the Doherty at a. Um, their St. Patty's uh, Day party, but uh, my son Griffin, who's 27, who's if you see pictures back in 02 of the kid on my shoulders with the cup, he uh, ended up uh, he went to Canada to play junior, ran into concussion problems, but got himself in school, graduated from UCLA, set all their club records, and is coaching their uh, Division Two club team mm. at UCLA. Uh, my daughter, who just made me a grandfather, runs five marine layers. Uh, my 23-year-old Avery goes to UC Berkeley, and the baby wow. Grayson um, just graduated from high school and stuff. So, they're out in California. The they make you ones. proud, eh? Oh, absolutely, uh, absolutely. They, uh, you know, they grew up in the area, you know, in the Birmingham, West Bloomfield area, and went to St. Regis and mm -hmm. Sea Home and Country Day and stuff like this. But uh, yeah, it's 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 cool to see because now they're all, like I said, uh, probably two of them will be. Three of them will be married off in the next year, two years. So it's that it's that time. Yeah, that's right. Great. It just gets you to realize that I might not feel or um, think I'm as old, but yeah, we're old, bro. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we're not. We're now our parents or our uncles or anything like that. So it's just and and that's fine with me. 
My thing is, um, people say, well, Ron and Michelle, you guys went to high school together at St. Agatha and Redford, two minutes from Mama Mia's, and, you know, it's just where we grew up. But they say, well, uh, how do you do it? Uh, I said, you know, you got to have faith in God first, and then after that, you got to have fun. And, and we've had fun, whether we were drinking back in the day, big time, the Jack Daniels, Right or uh, or not nine months ago without it, uh, man. I could I I convinced myself at night one time in my garage, I sit there and my wife had a she'd have a rum and coke and I, I'm going my head's going, you want you Ryan you want to start these you want to be able to do these and and you know what I, my <coughs> I was telling myself, there's no way you can do these you you just you're not here you're not you're 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 tired the next day you're cloudy you're not and it you know the clarity you get well it is and and it allows you to reprioritize mm -hmm. right to prioritize to go after what your passion is i i firmly believe like i do so many different things mm -hmm. why is that because no matter what i do i will push the hardest so I need to move on to other things as all my people catch up, right? Mm -hmm. But I love it. I love people and everything that I do. And it's whether I'm doing all the stuff that has nothing to do with, with the players on the ice, but it has everything to do with the culture and the stands and the Red Wings and the season tickets and the, and the charity stuff. That's all about me. The comedy tour, the band, the cannabis brand, the Woodward Sports, the wrestling, whatever it is. Comics. The comics, yeah, the graphic novel, the whatever it is, I'm always, I'm always willing to try different things and get involved with different things and follow passion. How about your mom and dad when you were growing up? Close to your parents? Yeah, oh yeah, they were the driving force. My my stepdad, so that's five years old. Which um, anybody who doesn't know my my birth name is Darren Douglas Francotti. But when I was five, I changed my my last name to McCarty. I was adopted by my stepfather. Um, he passed away in 99, but he was able to see us win 97, 98, stuff like that. I had the McCarty Cancer Foundation for Multiple back in the day mm -hmm. um, that we were. So the, the his motto was, we, this is 96, he was diagnosed, he passed away in 99, but we were able to help co-fund close to $6 million. And his motto was that you were not going to be able to save my dad, but we'll be able to save somebody's dad. So to this day, today... And this was as of probably five years ago that if you were diagnosed with multiple myeloma, they have the medication that you can live out your life. Mm. So that's, yeah, so that's something that, it, and him and, and, you know, um, yeah, my mom and, uh, my mom actually is the, uh, we were just talking about this yesterday because my mom's the hockey player in the family mm. that got us done. And now that my niece, who's a 8U over in Canada playing on an 11U team, where we were telling her the story that no, it's not any of the grandpas or anything like that. It's it's your grandmother that is the hockey influence in the family. So hockey mom to to the nth degree, and the support that I got from my parents and the rule was I was allowed to do whatever I wanted. I did, but I had to give everything. The minute my my dad, the minute that you're wasting my time, you'll never do it again. What did he do for a living? He was air conditioning refrigeration. Own his own air EMB air conditioning, and that's when I learned that I had a job that you couldn't quit and you couldn't get fired from. So my motivation, because I've been digging holes and running duct and in all those old homes that could only a twelve year old get under and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Yeah, that was my job. Is that that was my motivation to mm -hmm. play hockey? And you think that fighting a guy twice the size of myself was harder than it was like doing that stuff? No. 
punch me in the face all day, bro. It beats digging holes for, you know, those AC vents and stuff. That that was just it. I always used to tell him, dude, if you pass away and leave me that company, I'm selling it the next day. But it was my motivation. That was my, I never wanted, because I, you know, it was one of those things that, go, go find your way or else this is what you'll be doing the rest of your life. And that was, that was a no, no, no sale there, baby. You, uh, the Red Wing plane, what did that mean? Uh, I, I had heard somewhere that that was a big deal for you oh, guys. Oh, yeah, Redbird uh, 1 and Redbird 2, because at the time you were one of the only teams that had your own plane. A lot of teams chartered, mm-hmm. but to have your own plane. And the biggest thing was, and a lot of us were young parents, is the fact that you would be back in your bed by 2 o'clock in the morning so you could be up, whether you had newborns to do night feeding or you could take the kids to school or whatever. Yeah, we, we used to always, well, five or six of us would always, <coughs> excuse me, see each other in car line, mm-hmm. dropping the kids off. So you'd always know, like, who was going to be the one. Like, oh, I got time because he's behind me, right? <laughs> you never want to be the last one. Or you'd be looking for to see whose kids were in the class. Oh, damn, I'm the last one. I better hurry up down the lodge. So, so but the, the plane and the food. Mm-hmm. And here's a little note. Because of having your own plane, um, and we shared it with the Tigers too at times, but it was more seasonal. But at the back, Chelly and I used to sit beside each other and we had a table, but the pilots put my seat so it would absolutely almost go flat down. So I'd, I'd get on the plane first, I'd eat, I'd be buried, ready to go to sleep. Next thing you know, you'd wake up four hours later and yes. it was perfect. It was, it, it, was, it was great. It was like flying better than first class. You were lucky you got to uh, play for Mr. Illich. Uh, I remember he, his second Little Caesars on the planet. They had the Westland, the Redford uh, one at Seven Grand Shopping Center. So I'm like 13, making 25 cents an hour, 40 cents an hour. And my three sisters worked there. Well, we they had a window and we're flipping the pizzas and making pizzas in the second one ever. And he, but That's awesome. The guy was great, though. Was Wasn't he a nice man and a tough, Phenomenal tough, man. tough uh, guy? Right? Yeah, but, um, you know, when we say, like, you were part of the Illich family, like, extended part, I you felt like another son. I mm-hmm. honestly did. Mr. <coughs> Excuse me. Mr. Illich used to call me Rocky because I was his Rocky. So every time he'd see me, I'd usually have stitches or something like that. So I, I absolutely loved him and Mrs. Illich. Did you know Mike Jr.? Oh, yeah. I was down in Florida. We were at Naples, and I had riding a bike. We rent a bike, and I had a tiger hat on, and I was riding up, and Mike Jr. comes up. He sees me. He sees a tiger hat. I don't know who he is. He was the buddy. He says, I'm doing these these movies, and they're Christian movies, and, you know, I'm, I'm doing this and that. And he, he goes, oh, tiger hat, what do you think of them? And I said, really, they stink right now, you know. <laughs> True. No, I mean, hey, you know, you're going to get it whether you're... If, I'm calling like I see it. I love Don't that. ask me a question if you don't want the answer. That's what well, I always say. He did, but he he got a good laugh. He says, I go, I go. What's your, he goes, what's your name? I go, hey, Ron Jess. And you're I'm Mike Illich Jr. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was funny. Dude. It is he funny. He bought my haircut. I went and got a haircut, and I didn't have cash. And I was going, he goes, where are you going? And I, I said, I got to go get him some cash. He goes, oh, here's here we pay for it. Nice. He got a good laugh out of it. Well, you know? dude, because you know what? That's he's doing his part for making you watch bad baseball. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
we we gotta we gotta just say right now the Claude Lemieux at March twenty sixth. Uh, I I don't know if you're tired of talking. If you want to, uh, absolutely not. Your, March 26, 1997, Red Wing D-Day, or as I call it, you know, Fight Night at the Joe, Sweet Revenge, whatever you want to call it. Actually, I'll go into it in elaborate depth on, depth on Saturday during during the comedy show. I, know. I, will, I will go into elaborate. But yeah. to me, and why do I call it Red Wing D-Tape, for lack of a better term, is because I can narrate before and after. And the biggest part of that, I'm going to tell everybody, is, is the biggest point of why it happened and take everybody doesn't know. Um, my first year was 93-94. We won the President's Trophy, which is the best record in the league, and losing the first round. Come back, lockout year, half a season, losing the finals. To New Jersey, come back, set the league record, lose to Colorado. In game six of the Colorado game, Claude Lemieux, the most hated man in the league by everybody because he is known to be cheap shot and dirty and chicken shit and great player, but just cheap. Hits Chris Draper, my sentiment from behind, right in front of me, breaks his jaw in four spots. And crushes, I sock it. Crushes his orbital bone. Um, and, you know, it's one of these cases that in life and sports, bad things happen, but you can't lose respect for a fellow human being. Claude Demuse said, screw Chris Draper. You never would have heard of him. I'm not sorry. March 26 comes around the next year, um, and I'll get into more intricacies before that, but um, it just so happened. And remember what I was alluding to earlier about it takes, it not only takes guts, but sometimes the elders to lead the way in making changes, legacy changes. Yeah. Igor Lariana, about five foot six, 145 pounds soaking wet, has had enough with Peter Forsberg. They start swinging, I'm on the ice, I know Lemieux's there. Foot grabs me, Shandy breaks me loose. I cold cock him, and boom. Next next thing, it's on. So not only do we get revenge on Lemieux, but we tie the game, and I score the overtime winner. So I, I slayed the dragon, got the girl. And at the moment, after I scored that goal behind the net, it was not in the building, in the city, in the state, in the country, in the world, in the universe, wherever there's a Red Wing fan. It was a proverbial, it's going to be all right. Don't know what it means, but it's going to be all right. To your point. That was our Penn State yeah. moment. There's got to be moments, and there's got to be because that galvanized us. That that told everybody that we weren't European, too European. We weren't too Russian. We weren't too we were soft. We were team tough, mm -hmm. and there was something there. And and why is that important? Because three months later, we ended up beating them in the conference finals, and then winning our first cup and going back to back. Well, that's why the Canadians, everywhere I go on, when I go on vacation, wherever I run into, like, we get along right away. Absolutely. I, I start talking and I, and it all of a sudden comes up, well, we grew up 45 minutes from Canada and I'll say, hey, what, hey, hey, and they, you Canadian? I go, no, you are, and, and we, I love them all. Absolutely. I, I do. Yeah, you, do you know T.J. Hensick, uh, uh, he was, he was with Colorado, he played with all those guys, he's a Howell guy, I. See there you go, another guy. Yeah, yeah, he was, uh, he was, he was probably one of Michigan's best players, uh, U of M. And yeah, the name sounds familiar. Yeah, but uh, I think I think we're good unless uh, there's something that you want to cover other than the Wounded Warriors. Uh, no, I mean I look forward to it. I think that uh, you know what, um, 
it's just an honor and, uh, to have you reach out and want me to be part of the, what you're building here and a part of the community and stuff. And I really look forward to whoever's coming out uh, Saturday night and even in the future. You know, there's a lot of different things that uh, do community-wise. I know, uh, I don't know when this is coming out, but, you know, they got Combat One Wrestling at the community center. I'll be involved with WWE uh, star Matt Riddle. That's is that tomorrow, pink, Thursday. Pink, uh, What's that? Is that in Pinckney or where's that? Uh, Wherever the community center is down the road somewhere. Yeah, I think it is. Is that what it is? Yeah. Pinkney? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You got to remember, we're over on the we're we're on the west west side, mm-hmm. right? Because <laughs> mm-hmm. we got, there's certain ways that we always I look at the state as different sort of territories and stuff like that, and it's always love to go into them and love to see people take care of them their own. So I thank you, Ron. Thanks for having me. Oh, Darren. Hey, thanks a lot. And I'd just like to end it. I've got. Uh, a couple gifts for you. Oh, yeah, right yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. So, I like gifts. Okay. <coughs> I ain't got to say no. I didn't think you would. <laughs> Isn't it your birthday today or something? Well, I mean, I would think it is. I mean, that's an old, that's an old school Michigan tradition bumpy cake right there, isn't it? Yeah, that's like a super super bumpy cake. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you know me, I will absolutely devour that. Well, before you touch that, I've got one other thing. Oh! <laughs> and those, is this... Uh, I make your Your mate, yeah. You got to try one. I, oh, absolutely. I'm big on it. You're the best, man. I'm big. <laughs> I mean, any, anything, anything that... Yeah, we go to Eastern, Mar- Eastern Market. Get oh. in. I, I've been doing them for 20 years. You got to rate it, 1 to 10. Okay. Garlic dill. Love the crunch. Crunch is important. Doesn't soft it out. Gives a nice, subtle... I would say, for somebody like me, I isn't a big, dilly guy. Besides the perfect amount. It's the crunch that I'm a big fan. Like, it's, it's like anything else. My number one thing is what's the crunch, right? And then I'll let the flavor or whatever, but it's, it's absolutely... They're perfect. They're, they're they're brilliant. Whatever your whatever your combination or figured out whatever your mixture is or whatever time wise how to do like whatever you're burping it whatever all that stuff. Yeah, dude. Because, you like them. Listen, you're the best. <laughs> yeah, that's great. It's so much. That front was so good. So much fun having you around there. Ron wasn't sure if I was pregnant or not, so he wanted to make sure that he had the chocolate and the... <laughs> Wait a sec. I think maybe he thinks I'm pregnant, Boogie. Those I, are phenomenal. You'll like those. And they're healthy. I, I, I could... You're like, you're like my best friend. Yep. New best friend. <laughs>